You're listening to the 90-10 rule. 90% business. 10% music. Today on the 90-10 rule, we talk about what it looks like to cross over to the mainstream and also some baby steps you can take right now to advance your career. But first, this. Self, nobody trying to clear my tired of his story. Focus on the future, she like fucking his story. And I just wanted to talk about money. You can play on my hair, I can count honey. She just want win, she just want to party. Came in a bit by herself, nobody. Why feeling good, pocket full of money. Hate to make me smile, go grill on Sunday. I be on the grind, sign at the sun. She be slick, bougie, say she had fun. She was no real, she ain't trying to fake the feeling. Dealt with a fuck boy, yeah, for a minute Know you broken heart, baby, let me hit it When you get ready, hit me up, I'ma hit it She be in the song when she hear her favorite song Dancing like she horny, wanna do her wrong Let her feel the price, say she fall with me long That's what's the curfew, she said one grown oh. with the girls, you the party, babe Let me in you well, don't depart me, babe She say, watch and learn Watching, babe. You should come stay the night, the night with me. She just want wings, she just want to party. Came in the bed by herself, nobody. Trying to clear my tired of his story. Focus on the future, she like fucking his story. And I just want to tell you, talk about money. You can play in my head, I can count on it. She just want wings, she just want to party. Came in the bed by herself, nobody. Know you want to party when you came out solo. Picture man calm, you be ready for the photo. Tech say cool, club, yeah, that the motto. Feel like we came out the mud, hit the lotto. Baby, we can vibe for a minute, then we're gone. It don't take long when the vibe is strong. You can lose momentum when you had a pole pong. Let me take you home, get you all in your zone. Oh. With the girls, you the party, babe. Let me in you well. Don't depart me, babe. She say, watch and learn. A brand new year, 2017. I'm Brian Jennings, Crystal Jordan, and Kevin Davis. We're the 9010 Rule. Welcome, guys. Uh, so today, man, we're going to kind of go into some marketing ideas, some promotion ideas. But I, it's like a, a potpourri, though, right? You guys brought your own <laughs> topics today. Is that is that true? Well, I just think the best marketing idea would be to have uh, Childish Gambino shout your song out at the Golden Globes. Like, <laughs> that will win. <laughs> that will win. Like, I think the Migos' life just changed, yeah. like, and literally even, forever. But I wonder, do they, do they know, like, the, the, the weight of it? 83 million streams I think you know I think their manager uh, Coach K He know like he they, knows. They, he, Oh they know oh, yeah. they I know, know Coach knows Because they've been They've been in the business For a while Because you know They had this big hype And then it kind of like You know Went away at the At the wrong time But now they're back And this is This is def, This song is probably Going to be The biggest It, it it's like it's edged out Black Beatles with the with because of the mention on the Golden Globes, and they were playing Black Beetle on the on the Golden Globes right. also because Questlove was playing, and I it went to commercial, and I was like, oh shit, is that Black Beetle playing at the Golden Globes? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> wow. I love it. Yeah, it's it's I cool. Love it. It's cool. So tell me this then: Does that mean that grown folks are finally accepting and appreciating the new? Youngins? Not at all. Oh, come on. No, Kev. I think so. I think so. I was going to say yes. I think, say I think yes. so. No, I think because Donald said th- he thanked them for yeah. making Bad and Bougie. And I know in my group of people, and I'm definitely, you know, an, in a mature crowd. <laughs> you see? I don't want to do, jinx myself. <laughs> but anybody, if you say raindrop. Drop top. Okay, so yeah. I mean, everybody. I, I yeah. think I think it is. I think it's I don't know. I don't know what the call response. Yeah, I, I don't know what you were doing. It's a call response. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a thing now. Like if someone texts you or says raindrop, the correct response is drop top. So it's like Marco you, Polo. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you don't respond yes. correctly, you've lost all cool points and possibly a friend. Okay. I did lose cool points by not knowing what a hot box was. A hot box. Yes, but now I know. Now you know. No. Have you ever hot boxed? No. no, no, I've never hot box. No. No. no, I don't hot box. Have you ever gotten a hot box after it was already? No, hot? no. 
I'm also not a thought, thought, thought. But you're you not. Know, no, okay. no. And hey, you know, that's the other thing. I think thought, thought, thought is just fun to say. It is. Anything you say three times, though. <laughs> not anything, but. Play 9010 rule three times. I think thought's fun, more fun. No, I, seriously. Crystal, I agree with you. I think that this finally is, I think we've reached a point where the young artists are being a little bit more accepted. Right. I think I don't know what's wrong with Kevin. I don't know why he's like, nah, nah. Cuz man, I don't I don't trust you old motherfuckers, man. But yeah, he said drop top. He yeah. said it like yeah. drop top immediately before you even said it. So you I have know. embraced. I'm I'm in the know. No, yeah. you've embraced I'm not the young old ones. fogey. Just for the record, I said it before he did though. Okay, no anyone way. over thirty five right. is not drop top audience. But you are acknowledging that they I mean the young people are on the on the pulse of what's hot. There's no yeah, way I, you can be an older person and dictate what's hot. I, I agree completely, but I think prior to the recent months, I would say I would say the very end of 2016. Right. I think that there were a lot of older people that were not giving credit to any young people, no matter what I they agree. had. I agree. As soon as you knew it was a young person, you immediately Well, I think that this brand of hip hop has been like gotten criticized with Lil Yachty and Uzi Vert and Migos. I think yeah. there's been a lot of criticism, but I think they are breaking records. That, that, you know, Black Beetle has broken records. Right. And now this song definitely is just getting started. I mean, he thanked them with his award. That's right. huge. And then I think, and and the song was was blown up anyway. So I think that definitely is like is like broke down some walls. Like okay, y'all are saying this is not hot, but obviously this is hot. Like it's something. It's, well, see, it's, I I think that like the song the song is fun and engaging and it's popular. It's right? a hit record, and it's a it's a it's part a of record, it's a right? part of the conversation of the culture right now, right? Uh, but I don't know, like just because older people are are. Like, p- older people are just not turning it off. I don't think they're running out and buying Migos by any means. I think they're streaming it. 83 million says someone is streaming what it. What are they buying, though? Are uh, they yeah, buying no one's anything? streaming well, it. Yeah, well, that's not, I don't think it. that older people are like, Donald Glover said Migos, let me I, go. I, no, I don't that's think not, that's older that's people. That's not I how think it that, works. I think those are people that are not participating in hip-hop culture on the regular. Kevin, that's not how it works. You know, How, that, how does it work? It's, it's not Donald Glover said something, oh my God, I need to make no. an action. I think it's, it's just a, it's, it's the familiarity. It's the reason why Coke is so popular is because Coke ads are everywhere. Yeah. The reason why McDonald's is, is so familiar is because they're, it's everywhere. Right, but that mention during his thank you uh, for, for winning the award is what's getting credit for the boost in their numbers. Right, because you've heard it on the radio a trillion times and, right. pro- and probably tuned it out, but this time you're not going to tune it out because this is the song the guy was talking about on the glo- the Golden Globes. Right, and I do think it it opened up to a total... There were some 50-year-old white women that's like, what is he talking about? I mean, that audience <laughs> is a huge crossover audience. That's not right. a hip-hop people audience. That don't, so, people that don't ordinarily participate in that culture. Right, well, there are white people looking for what is the record right? What's the black right. record right now? Exactly. Well, now they right. have one. But that's what ha- right. First of all, that's the, that's the definition of pop. That's what right. that's the definition of pop. And I, I had this conversation all the time with, with Chili. She's always like, people think that pop is a genre. It's not. Pop is whatever crosses over. You know, pop so is short for point, popular. Exactly. Right. At this point, they're pop. At this right. point, the Migos are pop. So everything that has been said up until now, they have crossed over. And to me, it's it's a it's a wrap. You know what sucks? They just died to young people though. Cause they're gonna be like, I like, I, yeah. Yeah. I liked them before they got. That's like, true. Cause my daughter, I was yeah. like, Chanel, I was with my daughter this weekend. I was like, and she was like showing me the, the dance. She was like, yeah, but I, I knew that song a long time ago. So right. They moved on to the next, you know. Right. Like, but it doesn't matter because their money, like, oh yeah, yeah, their oh, money, it's the di- money is it's, out of control. It's different for them in right. the sense of now they have the ability to really make some money. Right. But as far as their diehard fan base, right, they got maybe. Six more months. That's true. And some young kid <laughs> that is not discovered, because it's cool when you're not discovered and, right. and your fans can discover you. Now they've become pop, mainstream. Somebody's coming after them. Example of what happened two years ago, Soldier Boy, when he was, right. you know, took over and became the most mm. popular thing ever. Okay. Same thing. And then he became corny to his original audience right. and opened the door up for other That's been almost like, what, almost 10 years ago. Ironically. But let me tell you a story though. So when everybody else was thinking Soldier Boy was dead, right? Soldier Boy had signed a deal in Brazil for a TV network. And it was the most oddball thing you could ever think of. But I, I was talking to someone who did did a he did part of the deal with another artist and um the numbers were just amazing what they were offering. So I'm not gonna say the numbers because right. that's not respectful, but it was a lot of money. And it was just because he was in 
I don't I don't know if he was the face of the network, but in Brazil, who would have thought? Right. He's, he's re- he was he's really hot. big, and this was not this was maybe five years ago. Yeah, no, I heard about I did hear about that, but and it's funny to see what's actually going on with him now. He was actually my second point because you have he's obviously a young guy with a ton of money, just like disposable income more than he could even possibly do anything with. And he he and Chris Brown are now <laughs> um, signed up to have a, a celebrity match. And so my question- I like the idea. You don't like it? Well, okay. My question to you guys is, what do you, do you think that this can hurt either of their careers, considering one is going to lose badly, right. depending on which side you feel like is going to lose? But do you think that will hurt their career with this audience? Or do you think that there will be life after getting beat up in a celebrity boxing match from an Instagram beef. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Soldier Boy, Meek Mill, and anybody else is taking the L. People, people just want to show. So at That's the, funny. In 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 a way, I, I feel like it doesn't even matter because people just want to show. They'll talk some shit about it later, but people just want to show. They don't really give a shit. Uh, but I mean, with that, uh, with that, with that, with that uh, I don't know. If you get beat up by Chris Here, Brown, here's the thing. No, 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 no. There's probably there's probably a good portion of people who want to see Chris Brown take an ass whooping because of of his previous behavior. However, Soldier Boy ain't gonna give him one. At least that's where I'm no, putting I'm my saying, money. I, my I'm, money's on on Chris. My money's on Chris Brown too. Here, but I'm just I, saying there's there's gonna be consequences and repercussions for whoever loses. Here's what I think. Soldier Boy has to lose. I agree. Chris Brown cannot get Ronda Rousey because if Chris <laughs> Brown gets Ronda Rousey, his career is is, is going right. to take a complete slump. You're right. Soldier Boy has been getting arrested. He's people been taking his phone. He's been, he's been losing all over the, did the you country. See him, did you see him working out though, man? He, he, it is not a muscle in the room. He on that on that machine. Duh. <laughs> hey, look, man. He looked like this Mike stand. <laughs> his arm got a six pack. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, <laughs> his arm has a six pack. It's, it's kind of sad. He has to lose, and I mean, and I think that he knows that kind of. I think right. somewhere along the lines, he—that's why he's beefing. That's why he's sticking his chest out so hard. <laughs> he actually, I think, knows that he has to lose. He cannot beat Chris Brown. I don't know that he, that he could anyway. But just in the way the story goes, he can't beat Chris Brown because if Chris Brown loses, there's a dip there. Soldier Boy loses. Hey man, we seen Soldier Boy take L's <laughs> upon L's upon L's. And right. he, I mean, on the TV show, right. in real life, from girls, in the hood, right? right. right. It's like it's like pyru uh, bloods and stuff getting on the internet tomorrow. We don't know that nigga. Like he's losing everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like so he has to lose if Chris Brown gets Ronda Rousey. It's I, gonna be. I agree. Chris Brown's career would suffer because everybody sees him as the obvious. He's a cool guy. Yeah, you know but I mean? but women still like Chris Brown. When, like women, when, women yes. love Chris Brown. Yeah. They and if do he not hurt, love Soldier Boy. Absolutely. He doesn't have sex appeal. No. And I'm if, saying as a woman hurt. that we stand we believe that we believe in Chris Brown's sex appeal. If Chris Brown gets hurt, are you gonna like take care of his wounds? No, I just don't even see that happening. I can't even imagine him getting beat up. Because he seems to be Chris Brown is the is a unicorn because he's like he can do everything. He's right. like cool. He's sexy. He still has like a little boy charm. He can rap. He can sing. He can dance. <sighs> he can boy draw. Charm? Yeah, he still has a little boy charm. He's even got though. a little the bad bit. boy. He's, he's got a little bit of meth, bad boy. Meth, meth thing going he on. Does. Yeah. He does. Both of them actually are well, obviously. But again, dealing. see, you're missing the point. Soldier Boy has been losing. So right. we're, we're used to seeing Soldier Boy on oh, the think, fringe. Think, actually, Soldier Boy's think... not supposed to be here now. <laughs> Let Soldier Boy, yeah, his 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 15 minutes or whatever we thought he was supposed to true. stop at you. That's he was true. supposed to stop right. then. That's true. He, you, he was supposed to you his ass on up out of there <laughs> and that was supposed to be the end of it, right? right. But then he stuck around, right. fucked around and ended up on Love and Hip Hop no, before that though, there was a lot that happened before yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember that bullshit because he's still here now. <laughs> right. He's still here. All I know is he was down for the count then. Like he was, he was trash the entire time. Nobody respected him for the, like the quality right. of his music. And, You're right. Like, right. You're right. He was. Oh, a joke. he's an artiste. He's but you know, the best. No, people weren't saying that. Even still, though, I still give him credit. A lot of credit though, because he was the first to really turn the internet upside down. So, so he worked technology. Yeah. He was the beginning of the technology. Mixing, you know, music and tech, right. and actually, I don't think people realize he that took a lot of brains to do that. He did. I'm gonna ask Collie Park, man, because he like it. It doesn't. It's to this day, it doesn't appear as though it was. It wasn't a calculated, methodical. Yeah, but he but, saw but, a lane but Smurf and came it. on after. Yeah, he came, I, I he, came, he got on board after the kid was already hot. His mama and called him Smurf. He, I'm gonna yeah. call him Smurf. Well, I can't I don't call know him Collie like, Park. Collie Park. But I don't. I don't even. He got on and after mama he was already him Clay. hot. <laughs> I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> he came on after he had already like 
you know, got himself hot. Right. You know what I mean? Which which he was doing what no one else was doing. So I mean, you by himself. Get him, yeah, by true. Himself. DJ yeah. Smurf was not part of the, the beginning no, of that. No, he and yeah. he says that. He, he yeah, like, he admits yeah. it. He yeah. admits it. Um, but I think that the problem was is that the Soldier Boy is not. I don't think people take him seriously, and they I don't. and it's no it's no knock on him, but I just so that's that's why he can't win. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't able to stay relevant to his fan base. Chris Brown has managed to stay relevant, regardless of he of was what? irrelevant and, and figure out a way to come back. Like, actually, actually, that's why I think Chris Brown could lose and still survive. I don't think why? so. Why? Because he came back from the Rihanna thing. He's, yeah. No, no, but yeah, he was different. No, no, this Chris a, Brown was no. dead. Right, but, but this no, is a Chris Brown was dead though. in the water. Right. Yo. This questions his manhood. Not no. just the manhood. It's just the thing. Like you say, oh, I bet you won't do that to a man. Right. Like you do that to a woman, but fight a man, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So He's now, like yeah, but that can't come from Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is still seen as a boy. He's not seen as a man. Right. He's not Soldier Man. Right. You just said nobody takes him seriously. Right. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I hope that neither one of them fight. Um, I do know that, you know, fight, there fight, are people fight, that fight, are No, I want them to fight. fight. Them, I don't want them fight, to fight. fight, fight. I, think this, I think this is a good idea. I think this sets a precedent. So now when people have problems and issues, they don't just, okay, so t- let me, they let me go ask to you guys the gloves. This. Let me I ask think- you guys this. Who, somebody wins, somebody loses. Yeah. The loser is angry. Right. They both have gang affiliations outside of their audience, right? That right. are serious. So it doesn't stop. You think it's going to no. stop in the ring? It's not going to stop. I do, because yeah, if, I don't if, think it's if they're stop. willing to do this, I think that that shows They're just trying that, to make some money. No, but I think that if they're willing to do this, then they're willing to... to I think they're willing to dead at the end of it. Like, for instance, they were saying 21 Savage and the, um, the Im- impressively genius idea to call yourself 22 Savage. <laughs> instead of, you know what I'm saying? Just because he's one better than w- one. And 22 Savage is not a genius idea. That was, not? That's Price is Right. That's like six, <laughs> minute, <laughs> six minute abs... <laughs> like what? Seven minutes. Nobody ass. sweats in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Step my so, that's, you're fucking that's fired. Price is right, man. You made your bid. It's close, but you know what? The one prize dollar. is mine. <laughs> Boom. One, one dollar. I'm right on top of it. Right. That I, I've never seen that happen in terms of music, though. But I've I do want. But happen. I do want to see Riff Raff and Fifty Cent fight if that works. No, I don't want to uh, see that. I do. I would like to see that. I don't want to see 50 anybody. Cent, 50 Cent don't kill that dude. I want to see it, though. You don't want to kind of see it? As long as Riff Raff has been out here just dancing and singing and, and making noise <laughs> and color, it's so colorful, you don't want to see that. I want to see that more than Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. I think people are likely to look, I think people would be likely to look at 50 Cent like, man. What the hell? But 50, like, but like, what could 50 a, win for that? Nah, 50, but 50 does a, better by just promoting the, the video, <laughs> promoting the fight and talking shit on social media. He right? is. He's, he's just known as some, a shit starter. He's right, just a right, shit right, talker right. and he's, you know. Now, if he loses, though. If 50 loses, it's a wrap. Yeah, he should never even speak but again. But see, I think the same thing is true for 50 and for Chris Brown. Yeah. They both are popular based on their manhood and their, machi- you know, their, their sex symbols to right. women. So if 50 Cent loses, all the shit talking that you do. <laughs> you got shot how many times, nigga? Like, yeah, it don't like, even matter really? how many times you got yeah, shot. That's not going to work. We are giving far too much time. To we, are, we are. We are. We have a really dope guest Let's today. Let's get our guest on here. I'm so excited to, to have this guy on. He's one of the real true... Uh, real dudes, you know. I'm not gonna say real ninjas. Just, just go ahead and introduce him. All right. So we have a very special guest with us on the phone. He is one of, in my opinion, um, he is carving out a legacy for himself in this business. I met him about ten years ago in Tallahassee, Florida, um, as the creator of TJ's DJs. Um, years later, he was managing artists uh, like B.O.B., uh, K-Camp for a while, Scotty ATL, and a host of other people. But he's been one of the people that's had his his pulse on uh, the hip-hop movement, especially the Southern hip-hop movement. And just recently, he has established a free music review that has uh, new artists excited to be able to have their music critiqued uh, by him for absolutely free. We know the music industry is an industry where people are often taken advantage of or don't get the chance to get to certain people. And he's actually talked a little bit about his own experiences. And so he's opened up a new uh, platform and we'd like to talk to him about that today. So welcome, TJ Chapman. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's How good? you doing? Welcome. Welcome. Glad you could join us, bro. And glad to be here. 
Well, let's just get right into it. Um, I, I happen to, I watch, you know, your movement. Like I said, you've been able to kind of segue through a lot from the, the DJ movement when DJ people were getting records broke in the clubs with DJs. You were controlling, you know, the hottest DJs. And then you, you know, did some amazing branding stuff when hip hop started kind of moving into a commercial space. And now... Um, you have this free music review for new artists. It's almost kind of like you went back to the pioneer stage where it all started. Where did the the inception for this start? You know, the funny thing is I used to do it a long time ago. Um, I just called it the new music review. I started it in either 08 or 09, <clears throat> and I used to use Ustream. Um, and it was the exact same concept, even the same charge for the VIP, same $25 charge for the VIP review. Uh, just had got busy, you know, with B.O.B. His career took off when we dropped Nothing on You and Airplanes. And, you know, I just couldn't um, do it because I just didn't have the time to do anything. But but Chase, Chase them hit records <clears throat> for a lot of years. So uh, people always ask me about it. Um, when, I, when am I going to do it again? If they always used to sit and watch it. They used to think I was funny and be entertained. And um, then I always still tell stories about I met MGK in Cleveland before anybody knew who he was from him watching my my new music review show. He kind of stalked me down, really. He heard me and uh, B. Rich talk in a hotel talking about we wanted some pizza and looked out the window and said, uh, dang, I don't see any pizza places. All I see is a Walmart and a Red Robin next door. And he ended up tracking me down by calling all the Red Robins in Northeast Ohio, asking <laughs> wow. them if they were next to a hotel and a Walmart. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and so it's beautiful. You know, flash forward a good eight years later, and uh, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, he's killing it. He's doing movies. Um, you got a top ten record right now, you know, the whole nine, so... That's kind of it. People always assume that, you know, people that are in the industry who are actually doing stuff, though, don't really have a caring bone in their body. What is it that made you want to do it? I mean, I love music, you know. Um, that's why I do the stuff I do. And I built my name and my brand from finding talent and songs and, you know, helping break them. And for me, this is the same concept. It's just online. It's just new. It's just 2017. Um, but you know, for me, it's more than just playing people's records, you know, songs or beats, uh, on the show. It's, it's about networking and then still educating at the same time. Right. Um, it's just a different type of platform to get those messages across. I know that all, but, the, I know that all the listeners of our show are probably the, the question they would ask you is what do you need to do to be ready to meet with you? Like what, what is the thing that you see that the mistake you see the most? I mean, the number one mistake that I see is is these artists being misguided. You know, they're out here doing what they think they're supposed to be doing uh, off of what they perceive others to be doing. And that's such a big problem. And so I just see them spending their money wrong. Um, I see them setting the wrong goals and making the wrong moves. And, and then I see people leading them that don't really know what they're doing themselves so it just creates a issue across the board hey i got a question so uh you're one of the managers that i've seen be really vocal and visible uh via social media and um i mean clearly with what you're doing it has a lot of networking engaged are would you say that it is better to meet people via the internet with your platform or better to go to a conference or something like that where you can meet people face-to-face? -face? I mean, it's definitely better to meet people face-to-face, -face, but we all don't have the time and resources and energy to do it. You know, to buy flights and fly across the country to a conference in Texas or Atlanta and pay for a hotel when we can just look at our phone and kind of get similar information um you know it kind of loses the personal touch uh being able to sit there and talk to people um and do little things to 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 bond or build you know it's not that easy to do that online you can't buy them a drink 
you know, or you can't take a D, you can't get a DJ a dance, you know, you can't do none of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but it still is a, a, a place to network where you can meet people from all over the country or world, to be honest, doing, trying to do the same things that you are, uh, where you can connect. And now you have a ally or a resource to be able to do some of the same things in their city while you helping them do it in yours. Uh, so that's the beauty of it. I want to ask you, cause we all, um, we talked a little bit earlier when we uh, started the show about, you know, what happened at the golden globes with uh, Donald Glover uh, mentioning bad and bougie and, you know, the, the, I think they got like 83 million streams after he mentioned it. And then, of course, we heard uh, Black Beatles playing at the Golden Globes. Like, urban music really is, there, you know, there are certain people in the music industry that have said urban music is dead, but it's obvious it's not. Do you have any, any I, I guess, opinion on the state of urban music? Because you've been someone that's been able to be consistent and have artists that are continuing to make money in a time when a lot of people kind of thought urban music, especially hip-hop, you know, was suffering. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's suffering. I just think it's being diluted somewhat, you know, by all the stuff that's that's coming out. And then, like, you know, one of my biggest issues is technology. It's like a gift and a curse at the same time. Uh, back in the day, to put out, well, shoot, to, 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 to be an artist and break in the industry, you know, there was barriers to entry. Um, if you didn't have money to pay for a studio or you didn't have money to pay for uh, records to send to the DJs or even when the CDs, you know, to buy CDs, then you couldn't really get your music out. Um, but nowadays with technology, all you got to do is have a computer and download a crack version of, uh, of Pro Tools or whatever software that you use um, or even just go on SoundClick or, or, or SoundCloud and get somebody's beats and rap over them. Um, and then now you can open a, a Twitter account, uh, Instagram, uh, a Facebook, uh, somebody's email where they sent you with their music in it, but they didn't BCC those emails. Shoot, you copy and save those. <laughs> now you got an instant email list, you know, and I called in 15 minute, uh, uh, rappers right <laughs> i think everybody has done that before i know when i first started in pr and someone you know with someone big like trying to talk to like wendy or even you or someone would send this email and the and the email addresses would not be blind copied i would oh my god just thank right. the yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I still do it shit shoot <clears throat> So good. I still do it. Don't leave. Don't send me nothing. Leave them email addresses. <laughs> so okay. So you mentioned something about the um, the the artist choosing what uh, I guess kind of watered down. There were some people at a, at a certain time who didn't quite understand Bob and what he was doing. Can you talk a little about the, the transgression of how Bob came from his how he started and you know his meteoric rise and talk a little bit about that because I know that he had to make some choices in there as well. I mean, I I I first met Bob at a, I saw him at open mic at a Ti's Club Crucial in Atlanta. Um, a friend of mine, DJ Funky, called me just complaining about how I don't hang out with him and that, this and that. And so I went to go, you know, to the club that night, not because of what was going on, but just to uh, holler at my dude. Was he performing haters yet? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. And so as I was there, this kid performed. And next thing I know, I'm wait. I stopped doing what I'm doing, and I'm just looking at him. And the next thing I know, I'm singing the song, waving my head from side to side, hand from side to side. And then it's just like, whoa, what am I doing? And then I was asking different DJs around me who was up there next to me, like, yo, who's dude? Uh, they was like, I don't know. I was like, man, what's the name of this song? They're like, man, I ain't never heard it before. And uh, after he got done performing, I went and hollered at him on stage. Uh, the song he performed that night was Cloud Nine. It was just ironic that that was the first time he ever performed Cloud Nine. And that was the first time he performed solo as B.O.B. Wow. And and so then I asked him, you know, I told him I thought he was dope. I asked him if he had a manager. 
And he was like, yeah, there he goes. And then here comes B. Rich walking up laughing. And I'm like, what's so funny? He was like, oh, what's so funny? Why you want to mess with him now? He's like, you never wanted to mess with him before when he was part of the clinic. I always used to send you stuff, and you would, you didn't like him. You didn't want to mess with him. And the crazy thing is, I I really didn't like the clinic. And I wouldn't take <laughs> Be Rich Money to do any promo or email blasts or nothing because I didn't want, you know, that music to come out for me. <laughs> so it was just ironic. The same dude uh, was part of that group, but I never liked the group. And then his cousin went to college, and then he went and did a, uh, his first solo performance. And I just happened to be there. And then a week and a half later, you know, uh, I was part of the team. I mean, um, excuse me, uh, um, a week and a half later, um, he was taking meetings at labels um, in New York and L.A. And then a month and a half later, he signed uh, with Atlantic, October 3rd, 2006. That's a great so day. So flash, flash forward <laughs> 10, ten, ten, 10 years later and 40 million uh, so. Wow. <laughs> That's one but, thing yeah. that I think people appreciate about you is that you are definitely one of the few, um, I guess you could consider yourself a music exec that doesn't pull any punches. You say things very straightforward. <laughs> um, you are not somebody that people think of that are kind of sugarcoat stuff. You're very honest and authentic with, uh, you know, how you deal with people and, I think people appreciate that, but you are, like I said, that's very rare in this business. Do you, do you feel like that's helped you? Do you think you could be, you know, that things could have been different if you've been kind of willing to play the game the way some people play it in this business? I mean, I feel it could have, it could have, yes, I feel things could have been different. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't be me. And so anything that ever happened or anything that I did wrong, all uh, helps me do the things I do right now. So it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> it, it all built character. Um, and shoot, if I can make it through all that I've been through, shoot, I, I can make it through everything else. And you know what, TJ, uh, if I may, because you, you, you've definitely been around for a long time and you've seen a lot of artists kind of come and go. And, and develop in their artistry. And one of the things especially that I see happening now is a lot of artists are beginning to speak out more politically. Talk a little bit about um, your feelings on whether or not an artist should speak out politically. And if so, like, what's the best, what do you feel is the best way to do that? I mean, really, that's on each artist. You know, so many artists that I know um, got into it because they just love making music and they wanted to perform and entertain. Um, nowadays, you know, uh, artists want to be activists and have a voice and use social media for everything in the world from their personal views to their personal beefs. Um, you know, it's on you whether or not you want to dive into that. Uh, I'm glad for the most part, all my artists, um, aren't into any of that. You know, and so they focus on their craft and on on on, on the business uh, of making music, and <clears throat> and uh, so you know that, that's a tough one, really. The ones that do more power to them, uh, but just you know, be willing to reap reap what you sow. Um, Definitely, because I tell you, it's not all good. I remember, you know, Bob said the Earth was flat, and you know there was a big backlash. <clears throat> from that. And the next thing I know that scientists um, made a song or something. Uh, what's the name? Uh, the Big Black Scientist. Oh, and so uh, then Bob responded to the song and uh, and he, some of his lines in there, Bob was just rhyming. You know? Um, but it was funny how that whole world is flat thing from him mentioning it went beyond music and transcended into religion and science. And then um, from him responding to that guy's song, one of the, some of the stuff he said it now went, you know, worldwide just because of something he said and because and he spoke what he felt. And next thing I know, he's on the front of the Jerusalem times. Oh, wow. wow. You know, oh, and, and, either, and he was trending. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> and these are the things, you know, that can happen from you saying certain things, whether you're right, whether you're wrong. 
Um, so it sounds like you're saying yeah, it's, it's like a positive it, thing it, then. It, it, it can go nuclear. It sounds sound like you're saying it's a positive thing then. It just depends because you could be <laughs> you could be trendy in Jerusalem. That's amazing. I was, yeah, and it wasn't positive, you know. And so it's just like, damn. Um, like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, it's either gonna be next thing I know. I've had everybody calling me for interviews from (laughs) Time Magazine to Popular Science to, you know, everybody. I mean, even the biggest from Billboard and Rolling Stone, but to things that have nothing to do with music that Bob, regardless how many he sold, was not even ever on their radar. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but but see, from my perspective as a publicist, I don't. I think that can be good. Especially if that opens you up to a to a different audience, you know what I mean. But you got to have an artist that can back that up, I guess. You know, but you know, uh, hey, it depends on the introduction, though. The introduction right. can be positive, and it can receive you positive, or it can be negative, and it and and, and have an adverse effect. Right. That's true. I guess you're taking a gamble. But okay, you know, our listeners, we know definitely are people that are are up and coming producers, up and coming artists. How can they submit their music to you? What what's the process? What do they need to do? How can they skip the line if they need to? Can you let everybody know how that process works? You know, the best thing really uh, for getting music to me. uh, As far as just for listening and feedback is send it in for the show. Uh, since I started doing the show again, like <clears throat> I've been doing like two to four hours each time I do it, and I've been getting a good uh, hundred fifty to three hundred submissions. Wow! Artists submitting per show, and so I, I don't, I don't, I that's the that's the that's the one kind is I don't have time to go through my email and just miscellaneously listen to people. You know, I, I've, I've devoted this time that I do it, and I do it live. It just so happens that I utilize an audience. audience. Um, and, you know, that's the best way to send music. You can send it in before the show. The show is free. Uh, the reviews are free. But uh, the issue is it's so many artists and so much music it's it's a matter of uh, what I have time to get to, so, and so that's the whole point of the VIP line. So, do they follow so you many, on social media, and then you give out a link, or is there a, a permanent link? Well, okay, multiple things. I do the show live on Facebook Live. I really like the platform and the commenting and 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 you know just the visibility of, of, of Facebook. Um, and I usually, use, I mean, I always use my social media as far as to let people know when it's going to be on. So by following me, my, my, uh, my, all my social medias, TJs, DJs, um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, but by following me, you know, I, I, I put out a flyer. Uh, I, I'll send out a tweet uh, and let people know, you know, when it's coming. Or you can just go to the, my Facebook page where the show really is hosted at uh, facebook.com slash I am TJ Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. I am facebook.com slash I am TJ Chapman. And all the shows are up there, you know, not only is it live, but then it's saved. So you can go back and watch previous shows. It's, it's one thing to see how many people initially view the show, but then it's crazy to see all the different people that view it after after it's live and um, um, it's posted, you know? Um, <clears throat> and so, and then you can skip the line uh, by doing a VIP. You know, it's all those people, so you can submit, but there's no guarantee that you're going to get played and reviewed. Uh, by skipping the line, by paying a $25 VIP, um, you get to skip the line uh, of free listeners. You know, there might be a, a line of VIPs, the VIP has been popping. Um, but, you is know, it's like on a, them. And like, like a, I said, they don't have to do the VIP. Uh, but if they want the guaranteed review and to make sure they're reviewed on that show, then it's a beautiful thing. And then the crazy thing for me is um, just seeing, you know, each time I do it, number one, how many new people uh, tune in and watch. But number two, like all these different tastemakers, you know, and key people in the industry um, that people might not even know who these people are sitting on there actually giving 
feedback on your music. Absolutely. And so, you know, I make sure I, I, I point out the key people, some of the PDs from radio or some of the key DJs or, you know, whoever it is that can bring something to help them with what they're trying to do and, and to, you know, increase and help the networking. That's what, um, so that's that's the beauty of it. That's what's up. And actually one of your, um, I'm sure one of, the, one of your colleagues, uh, producer Corey Moe, Told me to tell you that you don't want to see him on the pool table. He yeah, and why are you talking to me? He texts me pictures of his pool table. Don't nobody care if Corey Moe got a new pool table. You know what? I might actually go play him now because he had an old raggedy trick table. That he only knew the little dents and the little weak bumpers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you got to go by the yeah, new spot. He got a new fair. spot. Now he has a decent looking table um, that looks like it, 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 it rolls and plays how it's supposed to, not lopsided like the old one. Yeah. He got a new then setup. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, a hey, I appreciate Corey Moe. If you don't disturb me with uh, a pool table picks, bro, <laughs> while I'm doing interviews, dog. All right. Thank you. See, Corey got to come on the show now. Yeah, Corey got to come come by because he definitely wanted to get that in. But thank, TJ, thank you so much for coming on. We want to definitely encourage our listeners to follow you on social media for an opportunity to get their music reviewed. Um, it would be my suggestion that you skip the line um, and and definitely, you know, do that. It's a, it's a great way to get some authentic feedback from somebody who definitely knows what they're doing. And we just, we have mad respect for you here at the 910 Rule. I have mad respect for you. I've watched your career and see how you handle things. And we just want to say salute. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you taking time and having me on your show and help me spread the word. Uh, I'm just trying to help these artists. And so it's much appreciated. That's what's up, man. Thank you again, yo. All right, TJ. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Have a good evening. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. Hey, I came to have a good time. Thing that's on my mind. I'm about to go hit that ball. Hey, might as well roll that golf. Cause I wanna get fucked up tonight. I say, I wanna get fucked up tonight. Okay, hey, it's no time to waste. I fall through the place drinking here with no chase. I don't have a reason, but let's celebrate. And give them a reason to be mad and hate. What I kill a nigga who be acting straight. I waited all week, man, I had to sit tight. I'm about to hit the party, go retarded, get hype. And do it all again tomorrow night, baby, I'm just living life. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. If you fucked up, put your cuts up. Hey, I came to have a good time. The green that I burnt up. Look at the eight mountain of bitches I ran up. They boyfriend can't stand us. This is a new year, so I'm raising my standards. I gotta get it right. If I get the Remy, then I gotta get Sprite. I'm rolling up, I'm about to see just what it hit like. Let's do it all again tomorrow night. Get you higher than the pipe. All right, so we're definitely, first of all, we definitely gotta have producer Corey Moe come by. He just said that he's gonna come by. Hopefully, we can get him for the next show. Dope producer, um, all of Bun B and, and UGK stuff. He's he's done. He's just super that's, dope. That's my wheelhouse. Really? I grew up on that kind of stuff. Okay. A ball MJG. A ball MJG. Yeah, he's. Well, you said that's your what? Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Yeah, that's like my shit. Like I've never heard that term before. Yeah, I've heard that term, but I've never heard it. It, it explained as that's my shit. That's well, my wheelhouse. Like that's what I do. That's like my specialty. Okay. If you if you will. If if I may, it's my thing. <laughs> well, no, that's how I learned how to treat women. Okay, well, you know what? We we definitely a ball MJG absolutely that's high five, not <laughs> fist bump. <laughs> yeah, it was great having TJ on, right, guys? Pimp hard. <laughs> it was great having TJ Pimp on. Harder. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> I think I set it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you'd like to get 
TJ to review your music. Right. You <laughs> can definitely follow him on social media. I would just say, seriously, guys, like, this, that's one of the most solid dudes in this business. Yeah. If you, um, you know, before you spend a bunch of money on a single, I can't preach that enough. Before you spend a bunch of money on radio yeah. and trying to push a single online, like, make sure it's hot. Make sure that people will respond to it. And trust me, when you send your music in, and I would suggest bypassing the line, you're going to get a really authentic right. answer. He's not, as you heard him earlier mention that, you know, B. Rich was trying to get him to deal with uh, the group that B.O.B. had, and he wasn't doing it. And he definitely could have made money off of him. Right. But he's not one. He's one of the rare few that won't take your money to push a record that he doesn't believe in. So that's really invaluable. Yeah. That level of authenticity you can't buy, though. You can't you can't purchase that anywhere. Are you not gonna find? I, I don't in care this if business. he charges twenty five dollars or not. You can't find a real nigga right. for twenty five dollars. It's, no. it's some bums on Metropolitan that tell you the truth too. It is, but they don't know any. They they also don't have a hit. hit. Yeah, they ain't got they no ain't juice. Sold 40 either. million records either. Oh, they got plenty <laughs> of juice. <laughs> it only costs a dollar ninety five at the liquor store. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, ain't yeah, sold, ain't, they ain't sold forty million records, but but that ain't but juice. Right. That's drink. <laughs> <laughs> but that it brings up an interesting point though, Crystal, because. Um, you know, being the new year, I kind of wanted to talk to the the listeners about what can you do today. You know, the, right. I think that the the I don't want to say young people, but today's artists mm-hmm. and, and all of them are looking for something that's going to pay off immediately. And right. everybody knows, well, not everybody, I guess we know that that's just not really the way that it works. Right? right? You gotta you gotta crawl before you walk. You gotta walk before you run. So what I wanted to talk about was baby steps, like. What can we be doing right now? And I think that that takes a level of maturity, but it also takes a plan. Right. Well, it, it takes being being realistic. And and my my suggestion would be, you know, as an artist, you have to do things. If you do the the stuff that's fun to you all the time, and you're not doing the stuff that's not fun, then maybe for 2017 you can start doing the other stuff. Like for example, a lot of artists love being in the studio, right? right? And they love creating records and they love performing, but it takes a lot more. Than, than just doing that to actually get on. So my suggestion, I actually told myself this, I, pu- I put a post up a, a little while ago that was like, I vow to do something every day that I don't want to do, something that doesn't come naturally. If you're an artist and you love being in the studio, push yourself to get out of the studio in 2017 and focus on something else that can help your career. Like, like maybe studying or maybe submitting music and getting feedback and actually studying what's working and what's not. Those are the type of things that aren't fun and don't offer immediate gratification, but those are the things that are actually going to push you to the next level. Whatever is your comfort zone, you need to get out of that. And I just know a lot of artists, they love being in the studio. You got about 800 records. Right. You haven't pushed any of them, but you feel like you got, you know, thousands of albums but the reality is you need to get out of that studio get in the club listen to what's going on talk to people start networking get out of your comfort zone so I would just challenge our listeners from from my perspective get out of your comfort zone right now do something that's going to push you towards your goal that is not comfortable for you to do and it's it's odd you said that because I actually it's part of this article that I read by uh Janelle Rogers so she came up with a list and um the list basically goes down with some key points and I agree with almost all of it. So I kind of wanted to go through the list and then let's talk about what, what's on this list here. Okay. All right. So um, she says, get real about where you currently stand. So now obviously I think that self-assessment, we've talked about that on the show before. Right. I don't think that enough people are doing that though. I don't think people know where they are right now. Right. They've inflated their idea of what it takes to make it. And so they think they're 25 steps ahead of where they actually are. Right. So what does that mean to you? Get, you know, get real about where you currently stand, Kev. What does that mean to you? That means get rid of the filters that you look at yourself through and honestly have a heart to heart with yourself. Have a real, give an, an honest assessment as if you didn't know who you were. Right. You know what I mean? And, and matter of fact, I'm even sprinkle in there. Quit trying to think that you a celebrity. Yeah. Quit trying to think that you a celebrity. Like, be okay with starting from where you are. There's nothing wrong with that. Because guess what? That's where you're at. Right. <laughs> and and no no reason to lie to yourself about where right. you are. That is what, like, I, I, I've experienced this before. And, and being a consultant for other artists, they'll say, well, Beyonce does this and Beyonce does that. So I should do it like this because right. that's how Beyonce did it. Nigga, you ain't nowhere near where Beyonce is. And but I think there is some value to um making sure that you look a certain way in public. But I think that this 
deals more along the lines of knowing the difference between what you're presenting and what is real. I think you have to take stock. You have to, I think the, the best way to do that is look at who your peers are. Who are the people that are to the left of you and to the right of you? When you go do performances, when you do things out outside of the studio, when you're, you know, somewhere, mm-hmm. what are the people that are to the left and the right of you doing? What are those artists doing? Are they selling records or are they still preparing? Or, you know what I'm saying? And by taking stock, you kind of have to, you have to, you force yourself to actually pay attention to that. And once you know what they're doing, you can compare yourself based on what the people who are to your left and right are doing. I'm iffy in telling other people to compare themselves because I feel like that's that? where it, I feel like that's where it gets, where the water gets muddy. Because you're always, as an artist, you're not really confident in what you're doing because you're constantly comparing it to what somebody else is doing. Hmm. And sometimes you just need to do what the fuck you do because nobody else does you. Yeah, that makes sense. But is that real or is that just like romantic dream, like dream talk? It feels like romantic dream talk to me. Do what you do because you're the best you. I mean, I feel that's that's good for yeah, a poster. Yeah, but realistic. But there's certain there's certain benchmarks that you should have. Like right. if your music, yeah. if 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 your music sonically is not up to par, you have to know that, and yeah. you can figure that out by comparing your sound to other people. I would say, and I, and I I think that this is something that we don't talk about. There are a lot of artists that don't get out of their comfort zone because they're afraid. It's it's comfortable being in the studio. They're actually afraid that if they submit their music to someone like TJ. Or someone like Ray that we had on the show a few a few weeks ago, or any of our guests that they really won't get the the feedback that they want. Right. So instead of pushing themselves to do that, they sit back and think, you know, I got about four albums recorded, and the truth is, you don't, and you're really afraid that it's not going to be good enough, so you don't even try. Right. And I just I just want to encourage people to know that there's no such thing as there's nothing to be afraid of because. And artists, I've worked with artists that are top-selling artists, and I've worked with artists that are just starting. And the reality is every artist makes records that aren't hits. Right. You know, no one no one comes up with, 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 with 50 records that are all number one hits. So the fact that you may get a negative review, is it doesn't mean anything. Right. Failure is the only way to succeed. So if you look at most people's journey that are actually at the level that you probably aspire to be to, Please know that they had failures before they got there, but the only way they got there was to go ahead and go through those failures. So if you just sit with all your records, you know, you're not, and don't get the feedback because you don't want to hear and you think people are always hating, you're never going to go through the failures that will lead to your success. And I don't mean to sound like a motivational speaker, but that's just the reality. If you don't fail, you will not succeed. So I always tell, you know, the girls that work for me, run to the no's, run to the failures, because only if you go through the failures will you get to the success or kiss a lot of... Frogs to get to your prince <laughs> in Atlanta. There are a lot. So seriously, a lot of, though, a lot of princes. Man, no, a lot of kiss frogs. My frog, right. <laughs> a lot of frogs. But seriously, you gotta you gotta go through the failure. So I, I've seen artists that are afraid to get on stage. So they make up. Well, I mean, I, I don't really like that. That's not my thing. I prefer to be in the studio. No, you're just afraid to get on stage. Right. Push yourself to do what you're afraid to do because right. I promise you, getting rejected. It once you get once you go through it and you feel it, it's like okay, that's not a big deal. Now you're ready to go or to you the next level. You commit suicide, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's yeah. But next, we'll I, mean, I hope nobody's thinking about committing suicide. You want to move on? You know. If you are, there's yeah. what, a one hundred number. What was the next <laughs> item on the article? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, the next one is to evaluate your assets. So basically, you were saying, and this is this is speaks directly to what you're saying. Somebody who has like four hundred songs. Mm-hmm. Is your music good enough to make it to stand on its own right now? Is that is that a possible thing, or do you need a good feature? Right. Do you have any contacts? Right. right. Like, what are your assets right now? It may not be your music. Maybe your music is just like a backup. Right. And now you need to find out what that key thing is that's going to kind of help you do that. Absolutely. Right? Do you have any capital? Do you have any money that's in the bank sitting waiting on this project to happen? And if you don't have money, are you good looking? Uh, Can you sell something else? Yeah, find your assets. You got to figure out, are you, you know, sometimes for certain artists, it may be, it may not be that you are going to be the way you get in the door. Maybe your production is better than your actual artistry, or maybe your song, maybe your pen is dope. There are thousands of people that are ghostwritten for other people that then got their chance. So you got to be honest with yourself and be, and be willing to do it when by any means necessary. Can you, can you get on tour with a, a known group or a known artist? Sometimes just being around the business, you learn a lot. And I think sometimes what artists think before they've exposed themselves to the business is usually totally different. You may get into it and follow some, get on tour with someone and realize, I don't want to do this shit. Right. Like, this is not for me. But you won't know that unless you get out of your comfort zone. So I'm just going to say everything is going to go back to you getting out of your comfort zone. I know 
most of you sitting there have albums. <laughs> you have records upon records. Upon, right. Every artist does. That's just a part of it. You're not. We're not singling you out. That's just what artists do. Right. They 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 create. They create. They create because they're safe and they feel like everything they're doing is dope as hell. Right. But the reality is, in order for it to be dope, somebody else has to deem it dope. So you got to get out. You got to let other people listen to it. Right. And you got to be willing to get that feedback so it makes you better. Here's one you don't think about every day. Do you have a story? Because sometimes you may, your story may be what sells you. Right. That's so, true. So hey, look at what look at what it is you've been through so far. You that may be your asset. That may right. be your number one thing. If you have a really good story to tell, that can kind of paint the picture for the rest of your career. Mm, that's decent. I can I can accept that. Yeah. All right, so then the next phase would be to look at what's achievable. And I, we've kind of touched on these already, but, you know, it, that's very important. Are you going to be an indie artist or are you going to be a major label artist? Not, not, I'm not saying, like, what do you want to be. Right. I'm saying what are you capable of. Right. Are you capable of being a, a major label artist or do you need to figure out a way to sell your records yourself? And then there's a way to, and find a way to do that creatively. You know what I mean? So I think that some people feel like if I'm not, you know, Jay-Z, then that, that's, it's just over. If I don't, but, but the reality is there are a lot of other people that are making, that are making a living doing what they love, doing it different ways. There are people that are, that are doing, uh, writing for movies, for television. There are people whose music is played on commercials because they've written jingles. I mean, it's, it's so many different ways to do that. So don't limit your options. But the only way that you can find those is if you, you know, really go over your assets realistically and know, okay, the business may not appreciate this from me, but this is something else that I can do to get my foot in the door. And then who knows? You know what? I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I think that's one of the illusions that stops a lot of artists from putting stuff out or, or, or being more successful. Because And people will tell you, industry people will tell you this. You don't need to come out unless you're, if you rap, unless you plan on being Jay-Z, then there's no reason right. for you to be doing anything right and i think that's the dumbest shit ever yeah reason being is because you don't know where to set your bar like there doesn't need to be another jay-z but there does need to be a you right so whatever it is that you Aww. do do I know that it felt good like we should all that's join so hands right fuzzy. now see i wasn't i wasn't saying it for that y'all just kind of <laughs> but it was i mean you don't even it doesn't, there does you need to be it. a you oh god care bear stare Oh, I love no, not Care Bear Stare. I love Care Bears. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm, I'm, I'm serious, though, man. People get so caught up right. in, in trying to do what someone else has done that they forget about doing what they're capable of. Yeah. Do what you can do. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Kill it in your of, way. There are a lot of options. You know, I know groups that tour... That do festivals that know that you probably haven't heard of, but they make a good living. They support their families, mm-hmm. and most importantly, they get to do what they really, really love. So you got to figure out realistically. Once you stop aiming at what's unrealistic and find out what's realistic, you know it's like, tough though. It's tough, but you got to do it. it like, do tough. you think you think Riff Raff, uh, a Soldier Boy, set out to be? Oh yeah, I'm going to be Jay Z. I'm going to be better than Jay. Right. No, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, they may have though, but but what? <laughs> Riff raff. But but my point is, they wouldn't have known anything unless they I got out of their comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he probably thinks his shit is hot as you can hell. see the doubt in my brow. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we've talked about the things that you have to do prior to the baby steps, but now let's right. talk about the baby steps because this is where you have to bring all this stuff home, y'all. So now that you know the things you have to do to prepare yourself for this, what can you do right now today? January, whatever date is you listen to this, what can you do right now? So the this this author says setting weekly goals. I think that's very very small. That's a very small baby step, but a, a good step though. But somehow you got to you got to yeah. start you got to start right in front of you because some of us are you're not motivated unless something big happens. So in order right. to be able to reward yourself by setting a goal. A small goal and accomplishing it, you set yourself up to to be able to get used to achieving, you know, obstacles. So decide, you know what, this today I'm going to go through my music and I'm going to pick three of my best right. records. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to pull out three records that I think are my best. And that's cool. That's what I'm going to do this week. And the next week, maybe I'll figure out out of those three which one I should submit, or maybe I should submit them to send a, send a shoot an email list to all my friends and ask them to give me their honest feedback on which record I should I should right. send over to. I mean, there's there's all types of things that you can do, but don't despise small steps. You know what? I'm I'm going to be more specific in in my response on that. I, I want to name two things that I think uh, an indie artist should be able to do right this week. now. Right this week. Right now, when you get done listening. Right. First thing is stop fucking recording. Mix down some of them records. 
mix and master some of them records down. The shit that you've been sitting on, you've been running through, yeah, start to close out and start to narrow down what songs are going to go on your project. So stop recording, start mixing. That's the first thing. Can I put a caveat on that? Please. Get help picking those records. Go ahead. Don't okay. don't just don't do it yourself. Don't pick a lot. Yeah. See, we all, I just don't I don't do even it think yourself. it's about your album. I'm I am very and I I'm, I may disagree. My point may be different than the guys, and and that's why you have three of us. We all have a different you know knowledge of the business. I don't think you need to be planning your album. <laughs> I think you need to be picking a single that you think you can get. People don't sell albums. People get on with records. You cannot take as an unknown artist a group of eight records and expect an executive to listen to them. They're not going to listen. I am not listening. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's going to listen to eight. You get one that I like. That's a fair point. It opens up yeah. the door for me to listen to more. So re- what you need to do is find the best record you have. If you have 4,000, if you have four, find the best one. I'm not disagreeing with either one of y'all. What I'm saying is don't do it yourself. Right, get I agree with that. help picking that record. I agree with yeah. that. If it's, whether it's TJ or it's somebody else, get right. help with picking that well, record. Well, TJ's not going to help you pick the record. Well, you, he, you, By the time you get to TJ, you should have that record selected so that you can get the feedback from him. That's right. the next tier. But the first tier is you getting... You know, your group of friends, have them, have your friends, ask their friends just to listen to my boy stuff. I don't and even want to go to friends. I would go I would go further out than friends. Yeah, fuck that your friends. Hard. Man. That may be hard. Yeah, man. Your friends are gonna lie to you. Your friends are gonna say face. Your friends don't want you to feel bad. Your friends but if you send them your three, friends don't want to piss you off because you're the only one with a car and you gotta pick them up. <laughs> nah, if you send your friends three songs, they're gonna tell you which one they like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm that's not true. saying that, you know, say do I suck or not? Because they're okay. going to say no. But if you send three songs, say, man, I'm really trying to figure out what's the best one. Just give me your honest opinion. Your three friends, you know, f- your friends are going to pick which one. And I guarantee you, it's going to be the same one nine percent, nine out of ten times. There are people are going to. Nine percent. That's, that's not very 90% good. Ninety percent of the time, people are going to pick <laughs> the same record. And ninety percent of the time, people are going to pick the same record if you just allow the process. I feel like that's not substantiated anymore. Now that you went from nine to ninety, it's just okay. <laughs> but you know what? If I think if you if you play the music for your friends, then don't tell them it's you. Yeah. Well, they're going to know. They're going to know. It's you. Like just play it. They're going to know. Just just play it and let them ask questions about. Okay. You know, is this you? Wait, wait right. a second. What is this? Who they is know, that? They know. They right. know. They know. So, they know what you're doing in the basement. So they we know. agree. I mean, that's that, the best. Your best shot at getting a, a unbiased response. So we Go. agree that we're gonna pick a record and mix it and do the things you have to do. We we don't agree on the number of records. So what was your second step? Shit, I forgot now. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to get you back there. You say I, I. You say I segued back to it. I was yeah, trying to prepare yeah, you. Yeah, I know. You did it quicker than I was. I was rolling <laughs> with the other shit now. Shit. <laughs> Damn so, it. so now the listeners are like, well, damn, there's two steps. And now there's like this step that's out there Their in the universe. pencils are waiting. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. The, the, I said the quang, first quang. thing. Right. Premature. I, wah, wah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I said the first thing was to stop recording. Yeah. I would say that the second you're thing. You're just making this up now. I feel no. like you're just making your freestyle. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Damn it. I was trying to get my train of thought back. The, the second thing was to take some decent photos. Okay. With a real photographer. I'm catching what you're throwing. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, take some decent photos. Start to get an image. Start to get a picture of yeah. whatever it is that you're going to put out or whatever it is that you're going to market. Right. Start to figure out what that looks like and actually have something tangible that you can show people. Yeah. I so, agree. yeah, so that those are my two. Start to get some pictures and stop recording, start mixing. I don't know that that's everybody's two, but those are very, very good. That's a very good two. So... If you know if that works for you, then by all means do that this week. Don't wait, don't hesitate. Um, so then, when you set a goal, though, of course you have to evaluate that goal. You have to measure it. It has to be something measurable. So smart after, goals. So after you set your goal, you have to also be able to measure it, and that's the last step. It's just being able to measure what you did. You know, take stock every week. How you took stock in the very beginning of what we were talking about. You have to take that exact same stock every week now from this point on until, you know what I'm saying, you're a millionaire and you give us 10% because we helped you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dig that. I just want to get backstage, man. That's where that's where everything that's where every, Yeah, that's where the titties come out. Yeah, I don't want to be backstage. Can't uh, be mad at titties. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what I'm appreciating more? This is totally off subject. Side boob. I'm loving side boob right now. Who who doesn't like side boob? Side it, boob's always been great, but I'm I'm appreciating it much more now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the look on Crystal's face right now, right? At, at more more bit disgust. Yeah, how sad <laughs> she is with the the way that we are. Like just 
We're, we're just being men and she's yeah. If there are any female listeners out there, this would be one of those times when we really, I would really appreciate you reaching out and, and tell reaching us to cut out. out. And yeah, just ladies, say, why do you, you know, side please. boob? Cut out the side boob talk. Yeah, you know, it's we'll, not. We'll bad stop enough, talking about side boob when side boob doesn't exist anymore. Side boob always is going to exist. But My point exactly. Enough with the objectification. They came here for music business talk, right? And we're West talking titty. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> if you're having some trouble getting over that hump, like nobody's show some titty, show some side boob. That might get you a meeting. Side boob. But then you got the only problem with that is don't set people up because then how do you follow through? So we're gonna try to get Corey to come out <laughs> for the next show. Corey Mo, definitely, I'm gonna be reaching out to you. Hopefully, we can get you to come on and talk about. He has a new venture called Country Rap Tunes that uh, he is doing with Jazzy Faye. It's pretty dope. Um, pretty dope thing that another we're, we're trying to make sure that we bring you guys uh, other resources so today we brought you um, TJ make sure that you follow TJ at TJ's DJs on Twitter tell him we sent you Instagram absolutely please tell him that you're from the 9010 rule uh, make sure that you friend him on Facebook it's TJ Chapman you can't miss him uh, he has the music the free music review up Follow his social media. Find out the next time he's doing that. And if you're ready, if you've gone through your song, if you've got your songs, you've got your mixed and mastered song, go ahead and submit. We'd love to hear the feedback. And uh, like I said, we're going to try to get some more people through so that you guys keep having resources and things to strive for. And you know what I want to say real quick? TJ, man, thank you for being a supporter of the show and sending us music on your artists and uh, interviews and all of that, man. The reciprocity is dope. So I always think it's dope when we get to... uh, to do things like this with with people that are we're friends or close with, and uh, TJ's been a, a strong supporter of the show, man. So this is awesome. Thanks to you, man. Make Salute. sure, yeah, make sure you um give us some feedback six seven eight six three six nine one one six or go to the nine zero one zero rule dot com. Leave us some feedback. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, who you want to hear from, that kind of stuff. Ladies, help me out, please, please. Ladies, don't help. Side boob. <laughs> yeah. All we, about the boob. We're we we are not gonna get too graphic, but come on. Everybody when we said that, everybody stopped for a second and went to that place. Wanna be a that 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 it's been real. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Visit us at the 9010rule.com. That's 9010rule.com.